1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, May sixth, twenty nineteen. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the busiest lady in the business, Andrea Renee. What's good, Greg? I assume North Dakota.
0: Um, you know, North Dakota is not too bad. Yeah.
1: How was it? You were up there. you I went was. right from gear. We did the- we did the Gearbox event. We did it for their Borderlands three event. You ran right from there from LA. To North Dakota. That's correct. Pretty, two peas in a pod, right? Same cities, same <laughs> ideas.
0: Couldn't be more different. Um, I was actually hoping it was going to be a little bit warmer than it was, but yeah. I should have remembered.
1: North Dakota. North Dakota. It's in the name, North. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It is. It's G- very close G- to Canada, G- where you were. Yeah, I was I was for, I mean, technically I mean, it's not yeah. close to where you were. It's, but... close, enough. it's close to the Canadian border, yeah. which I feel makes it closer to Vancouver. Right. Oh my you God, know is I mean? this geography class? <laughs> no, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns, and everything else under the video game sun. Then watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you you have a special job go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe housekeeping for you today thank you all For coming out to the Vancouver meet and greet in Canada, so close to North Dakota, as we said, Uh, you guys were amazing and awesome. And that was just 24 hours on the ground for the kind of funny crew. But man, did we have fun at the library, public house there, square, whatever it was called the library. We went to the library. Uh, Great times. Kevin, you were missed. A lot of people asked about you, but I said he can't come to everything because no matter what, if he comes or he doesn't come, he bitches. And this is one of those times he's got to not come and bitch about it, you know? And then not only that, to really thumb you in the eye, Barrett came in your place, right? And now Barrett's too sick. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right can't
1: come into work on Monday where's he ridiculous. interviewing somebody call IG and see if they see him you know is he, is he back there begging pay for a job I don't know <laughs> um, hey Joey for- I'm going to talk about the thing on Wednesday, okay? Got him, all right, cool. <laughs> hey, I, I meant to talk about Joey Brown. Uh, after Kind of Funny AF, what is that what they call that show? Yeah, I think so. Kind of Funny AF on, <laughs> on, on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games <laughs> on Wednesday. We're going to do a Kind of Funny Town Hall update bonanza where we want to update you on everything we've done here in pretty much the first six months as we get ready for uh, you know the rest of the year, but then everything that's happened uh, the before with all the stuff we did the Patreon uh, tiers and stuff and we did in January, all the shows, where they're at, what's happening with them. So, so heads up if you're one of those kids who really like us and you're kind of funny best friend. And then you're, I know you already say, Greg, I'm in a different time zone. I don't watch it live. Can I catch this? Of course. We'll have this written up on something. The subreddits, the dot com. Right, Joey, I'm assuming. Joey's going to put it on kindoffunny.com. What's that? Patreon. You're going to put out a radio address as well, Joey. Wow, I don't even know what that means, but that's cool. Oh, you're going to Morse code of that too? So Wednesday, a big kind of funny update for you in terms of uh, what's been happening, where we're going. Uh, another one for in-house keeping for you. Uh, I want to give you all a big pat on the back and a thank you for supporting Andre Lima Aru. You know him, of course, as the artist of Shirtless Spider-Man uh, for the Patreon cover we did back in the day. He's also the Marvel Comics artist that puts all of the kind of funny references in Black Panther and Spider-Man and all sorts of different other comic books he you does know, like Generation Gone. Uh, I asked you to go vote for him in a competition the moon director, Duncan Jones, was having, uh, and he won in a landslide. So he's going to get to work with Duncan Jones on uh, taking some of his script pages, making them into a comic book, which is very, very cool. Andre, very appreciative of all the kind of funny best friends who came out and supported him. So thank you. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Tom Bach, Blackjack, and Mohammed Mohammed. Today, we're brought to you by HIMS and 23andMe, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. <inaudible> Time for some <inaudible> news. Barrett's dead, and we got six items on the Roper Report. Oh, Baker's dozen! Fuck Barrett! First off, I was sick at the meet and greet. I wore a name tag saying, hey, oh, warning. Oh, shit, do you get Barrett sick? Warning. No, I said, I had a name oh, tag, did said, I get warning. You get
0: sick? Maybe I, when were maybe you sick? I was I don't remember you zero. Being sick. Oh,
1: you did have the thing at uh, gear, uh, gear, yeah, Gearbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Whatever. I don't blame you. It's Thank you. just how it is. You know what I mean? We're on, we're on planes all the time. Who cares? It's true. Anyways, uh, I, I was sick at the meet and greet. I feel much better today. Can't hear out of this ear, though, because I got the whole like pops and stuff. You know oh, what I mean? That's not good. So it's one of those things like I'm here toughing it out. You had you, to get get you, on that Sudafed life. I'm on the DayQuil life. Have you tried mm. to put like pressure Dayquil. into your sign? No, if I yawn, I can use the pop. Hold on. No, I didn't pop that time. But yeah, like on the airplane, I must have looked like I was silently yelling the whole time because I was doing that over and over again. And you Jen can was try like, chewing
0: okay? gum on a plane, too. That usually helps. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it wasn't bad. I'm fine. Anyways, number one. PlayStation State of Play is coming your way Thursday May 9th let's kick it over to sit at the PlayStation blog hi all excited to share that State of Play will return for a new episode next Thursday May 9th at 3 p.m. Pacific time it'll be a quick show around 10 minutes and we've got some PS4 updates we couldn't wait to share with you PlayStation Worldwide Studios will be showing off an extended look at medieval as well as a first look at a new title. And we'll have other updates and announcements for um, upcoming PlayStation 4 games. One note, don't expect any updates related to our next generation plans this time. Sorry.
0: How can you say... Here we go. That it's going to be around (coughs) 10 minutes plus a new title and other updates and announcements, but it's still an extended look at medieval? Like... Come on, Sid. I like Andrea
1: right now. It's like, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> what I ask you is how could my client give you an extended look at something? Well, that's PlayStation marketing speak. He can't. You know, Sid's just getting out there saying what they're allowed to say.
0: What's an extended look? Three minutes?
1: I guess. Four well, minutes? Here's In my... In my mindset, an extended look is a nice way of saying dev diary kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Where it's going to be like, hey, I'm Greg and I've been working on Medi- Medieval. We did all this different and footage is going behind me and there's little gameplay teases and it's not like a trailer trailer. I so, can't yeah, wait. I think it's through. What was that, Kevin? I said, I can't wait. You're a big Medieval fan? I, yeah, I like Medieval. We've talked about this Medieval? Before. Yes. Yo, I, I know. Well, Kevin, every time somebody listens to the show, they're a new person. Just play along with me. Why do oh, like, oh, you yeah. like Medieval so much? <laughs> I just grew up liking it. Uh, what, it, it was right after Spiral, right? There, yeah. Time, yeah yeah two great games yeah that was okay that's <laughs> it right. yeah. so what do you want out of this new one uh just give me the exact same but make it feel like i remember so it. you want it to be like the crash bandicoot like, yes, collection let's okay do that. okay let's do that. i'm, I'm on the phone
0: for people who are really confused about what medieval is it was originally released in october of 1998 on the original playstation oh. i
1: remember playing it at a kmart I was they had a Kmart demo station there. Yeah. You were eight years old, huh? Mm-hmm. Young mm-hmm. kids. Um, so I'm ex- that's what I'm expecting. Uh, three and a half minutes. Mm. Medieval, hey, we're doing some kind of dev diary. Here's a gameplay look, whatever. A, new, a debut teaser trailer for a new title.
0: That's like two minutes, right?
1: First look at a new title. Yeah, exactly. So there we're at like, we're at like five, seven, so five, between five and seven. And then, uh, what is it? Updates and announcements for other PlayStation 4 games little just fucking here uh, a sizzle reel of things that are still coming sure, maybe, we'll some get, like, maybe like a
0: dreams update how early access is going
1: maybe but i wouldn't i don't i wouldn't i don't know like i thought the way they packaged everything last time for state of play and you assume they're going to stick with that with the cool light bar and then that mm-hmm. lady's voice coming in i feel like it's more like it's not that would work if they did it more like i think you and I would make it or Xbox does it where it would be like hey you know or me- I think they would have said Media molecule will give you an update on whatever mm-hmm. I think this is going to be more like here's a few smaller titles we've mentioned before but don't have release dates little teases and then the release date slider coming in to show you what's still coming they're
0: going to announce you can no longer buy Rocket League on PlayStation Network
1: it's all going to Epic <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry,
0: I couldn't help myself
1: are you so you're not jazzed for this at all you're a hate mass hater hate mass hater no no hearing. no
0: not, I'm not hating on this at all I'm indifferent yeah Yes, apathetic.
1: Okay. Ooh, yeah. look at you, word of the day calendar, paying yeah. off, you know what I mean?
0: I'm like, cool story, bro. This isn't for me, and that's all right.
1: I I mean, I'm a PlayStation fan, obviously. I'm in the ecosystem of PlayStation. I'm, I, I think it's interesting to watch them figure out how they're going to do these things, and how they're going to talk about them, and what they're going to do. I saw, when I woke up, I opened Twitter right away, obviously, because that's what I do. I live on Twitter. Same. And, uh, you know, somebody had already, quote, tweeted this to us, and been like... I don't understand with it being so close to E3. Why wouldn't they've done this at E3? Why wouldn't they? And it's like, well, they say they have ten minutes of news. Like, imagine if they did a ten minute E3 press conference, everybody would have freaked right. out. Let alone if it was about medieval, nobody would give a shit. Whoa, 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 Kevin, you would be Kevin would be the only person who'd be like, "This is cool." Everybody else would be like, "Where's Days Gone?" <laughs> or not? where's a uh, Death Stranding? Where's the uh, Last of Us Two? I think it's interesting as they continue to figure out how they're going to market these, how they're going to do it, and set expectations for them. Mm-hmm. Again, I think the first one had such a lot of people had such high expectations for it that it left 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 people crestfallen whereas i think it was the i thought they did a good job of telling us ahead of time hey it's just gonna be this it's gonna be this thing it's not gonna be three it's not gonna be some kind of crazy thing it's gonna be focused and here they are again coming out and very much spelling out what it's going to be and giving you timetables too granted they're copying nintendo as they always have with these nintendo directs but hey good whatever give me news give me a little drip of what's happening i want to know more am i like through the floor going crazy <laughs> jazz out of my mind adria renee no i'm not yeah. but I, i'm still like okay cool what's the new title i'm sure it's going to be something small and weird that most people are be like, Whoa, this is what i wanted but greg miller won it if it's got easy trophies you know what i'm talking about
0: <laughs> i don't know what else i'm supposed to say here you don't greg. have to say
1: anything i'm just letting you know have some fun, Andrew. I'm
0: happy for you, Greg.
1: Thank you. 3 p.m. Kevin, will you put that on the calendar? We're gonna have to do a react to that, I imagine. Twitch.tv/slash uh, kind of funny. We're doing news.
0: something at that point, so. we're
1: supposed to be in the middle of games cast recording. Oh, is it Thursday? Is that we said? Thursday, yeah. Thursday, 3 p.m. Pacific time. Okay. Put it on me. All right. Thanks, bud. What is this? What is it called? <laughs> a PlayStation State of Play. Oh You my have the dock in front of you, Kevin. Hold on. Come on, Kevin. 3 p.m. Thursday. All right. Uh, Joey's on it. Don't worry. I can hear you on the other (laughs) end. But I'm like two
0: steps
1: away. Joey, he's only two steps away, though. It's wow. already on there, Kev. Don't worry about it. She's me. running circles around. Number <laughs> two! Things didn't go well for Fortnite over the weekend, but Epic is already trying to make good on it. This is tomorrow over at GameSpot. As is custom, when a season of Fortnite approaches its conclusion, Epic Games held a one-time world event that gave people in the right place at the right time the opportunity to see something cool happen on the island. Except this time, it didn't go off without a hitch, and in response, Epic has offered those who encountered a problem a make-good gift. On May 4th, players gathered around Loot Lake for an event called the Unvaulting. As the name implies, the mysterious vault at the center of the location opened up and Fortnite players jumped in. Inside, they were faced with a number of pillars that represented different weapons and items. Players effectively chose which of these to free from the vault by collectively striking down a pillar using their pickaxes. The liberated item was the Tommy Gun. And I, mean, I believe it's called the Drum Gun, isn't it? Come on now. And once freed, everyone was launched back into onto the island. After being returned from the vault, players got to witness the volcano that appeared in Season 8 erupt and destroy Tilted Towers, effectively reshaping the island and laying the groundwork for Season 9. That's how it should have gone, and for many, that's what they saw. However, a large contingent of players that gathered for the event encountered issues and were not able to see the event unfold as intended. Epic Games has acknowledged the issue and said, quote, We apologize to those that were unable uh, to witness the event and place their vote. To make up for the snag... Those that were in the Unvaulting playlist at the right time will be given the Arcana Glider for free. Uh, if you already purchased the Arcana Glider using V-Bucks, you will be refunded the $1,200 v bucks Fortnite Season 8 is now in its 10th week, and the season is coming to a close very soon.
0: So I didn't know any of this was happening because I don't keep tabs on the ever-evolving world of Fortnite Battle Fortnite, Royale, Fortnite, but Fortnite. Um, our co host Mr. Fran Mirabelle III was tweeting about this yesterday. Yeah. And he had, quote, tweeted a poll from uh, one at Mr. Mulesilk. Mulesilk? Nailed I'm it. Dude. Definitely saying his name wrong. Um, that's a kind of funny.com slash your wrong opportunity. Um, and he had done a poll that says, curious how many people had the event glitch out for them. 54% worked, 46% mine was broken. Yeah. And over or, well, almost 17,000 people, 16,597 bo- votes. That's a lot of people voting. Yeah. And well, that's like almost 50% of the people didn't have it work. That's kind of wild.
1: I, I'm with you. that I, like Obviously, I like Fortnite. I run hot and cold on it. But even when I'm really hot on it, I, I always miss these giant events or whatever when they launch the rockets or they blow up the things. Uh, it was the normal thing where all of a sudden everybody was tweeting about it on the 4th. But what I saw weren't people tweeting happily about it. It was Fran who's tweeting like, I was in there and it totally broke. Haha, ha, Fran luck. But then also, like, Fran sucks and nobody cares about him. But, like, <laughs> Landon. Does not suck. Like, we l- love laser no, beam, not Laserbeam, right, from the Let's Play uh, uh, Network, he, he, who's a huge Fortnite streamer, had the exact same thing happen to him. Where he was in there trying to make a giant event out of it and it didn't work right for him. Which is crazy. It's, it, I guess it's weird, right? It's crazy because, obviously, these things are complicated. Uh, it's a, uh, troublesome to do these crazy events in-game. But Fortnite's done it flawlessly for so long, right? They've done the giant rocket launch thing. They've done the thing when I go to my Twitter page where it is just everybody showing from different angles the same event happening in world. It's crazy that this deep into it that this is where it went wrong. They had one that finally glitched out and didn't do exactly what it was supposed to do.
0: Maybe they're trying to do too much? Maybe. Could be them, you know, being a victim of their own success, ambition, right? Yeah. Success
1: and ambition, right? And that—that that was the thing, right? It was Polygon that did the article on uh, Fortnite and how crazy the crunch has been over there. Correct? No, it was it was uh, Colin Campbell Polygon on this one. Not. I
0: did not read that article. Oh, okay, cannot
1: okay. say. Kind of <laughs> slash wrong, or confirm it. it to me. Uh, it's good, and but it's talking about literally this, right? That like it just keeps going, and they can't. They're they're all oh. working so hard, nonstop, trying to keep up with it.
0: Absolutely, and I think this is something you and I have discussed before about the concerns of moving into a live games ecosystem where more. More and more titles and publishers are trying to perpetually churn out content. It's like, well, when's the break? Right. Uh, I had a deep discussion with this with um, with Steimer and Brett on What's Good a couple of weeks back about. I'm sorry, like, what's that? Oh, What's Good Games? No, oh, where can I listen? It's to a that? video game podcast, Greg. You can find it on podcast services around the globe, just like so you can find Kind of Funny Games Daily.
1: Those sirens are here. Don't pull over. You're okay, probably. Yeah. Look out your back window. Um,
0: and just talking about like what can publishers and developers do about mitigating crunch in a world where you're constantly having to put out updates um, either you know a couple of times a month or every few months and finding a balance or finding a staff size that makes the workload manageable for so many publishing dates like yeah. milestones for production and it's, it's a thing I don't know if anyone has really cracked yet.
1: Yeah and especially in the Fortnite instance right I'm not trying to say like oh man it's just because they're overworked it's just because of this. They're trying to do this giant event across every platform under the sun. That's all connected, all interchanging, all those different things, let alone again. It's putting them into this instance, and before it's been this rocket shoots through the portals and then cracks the ceiling and that's how it, the Fortnite world evolves. This one is, hey, get everybody involved to vote on what thing to unvol Like there's different moving parts here, but it's interesting mm-hmm. to see that even for them right now, I feel like Fortnite has been on such a role of getting it right with these giant world events for them to then, okay, cool, we, we messed this one up, but then also be so quick to be like, well, if you were there and it didn't work for you, we'll give you something for your time.
0: Yeah, that's definitely the right response and it's interesting watching them because a lot of times we'll see other studios like let's take you know Massive and Redstorm who are working on the Division 2's mm-hmm. upcoming update you know title update 3 how they have a private test server well Fortnite can't use a private test server to test some of these things because then it gives away the surprise yeah. element that yeah. Fortnite does so well and so it's really it would be interesting to hear how internally they're trying to test these things because you can never replicate a worldwide launch with internal studio testing there's just no way to know like how up many up different many ways it, it could potentially yeah. break yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, right exactly um so i mean hats off to epic for you know pivoting quickly and making sure people get refunded their yeah. v bucks or get the um glider, glider. awarded to them but
1: yeah. kevin you know. how do you feel about the death of tilted towers sad day for you huh it's just so upsetting. you used to love dropping there and getting killed immediately it was fun yeah you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, I, I do know what you mean it was fun to watch you die all the time not like this dude Not, not like this this isn't how you wanted to go out also, we should, uh, we should we should we uh, should play some more Fortnite. I just bought those Marvel skins, so yeah, I got a reason to. Okay, I'm ready to jump in. Okay, let's of course do it. we should also play more Division. That game's dead. I started up No Man's Sky again. Like, like I'd been talking again. game, yeah? like I started it up last night, yeah? and let me tell you, jumping back into that save three years later, yeah. I was like, yeah, I got to start again. I got to no, start. You, no, you, you have to because yeah. there's a whole bunch of stuff that they've changed. Yeah, yeah are, like, totally. It's dramatically different but yeah. we could play that together too now right apparently yeah yeah that's big stuff you know I, mean? uh, I got some breaking news for you ladies and gentlemen over on the Ghost Recon uh, Twitter they have calling all ghosts tune in let me try that again tune into the Ghost Recon world premiere event May 9th at 11.30am pacific time hearth this tweet to watch the official announced trailer on May 9th it just up. says Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon so more news coming there for you on uh, the 9th which is also State of Play Day right mm. coincidence it probably is but we'll see. Also, Andrew, I want you to know the nanobiologist confirms that, uh, that he watched the Mr. Mule video. He <laughs> says you pronounced it correctly. I'm sure I just did not pronounce it correctly. <laughs> But a heads up, there you go, Andrea. Yes, Greg. Are you ready to talk about E3?
0: Oh man, am I ready, Greg? Let's I got go. two
1: stories for you in a <laughs> row that are literally well, of course, but no dub. Let's talk about it. First off, guess what, everybody? Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is coming to EA Play. Uh, Vince Zampella himself from Respawn tweeted this over the weekend. Happy Star Wars Day! This year, it's extra special, special for Respawn as the team works hard to ship Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order in November. Loved the reaction to the reveal trailer. Trailer can't wait to show you the gameplay at e3 slash EA play in June hashtag me the fourth be with you
0: Yay! I mean, we knew this was happening. I know, but still, yay,
1: it's <laughs> happening. We have something confirmed it's E3. Everybody loves E3. And then, something we didn't know that was happening, but you did know it was happening. Uh, Call of Duty is going to be at E3. Shocker as well. Over on the E3 <laughs> Never Twitter. Guessed. On the E3 Twitter, they tweeted, Announcing the first E3 Coliseum event. Join the Infinity War team for a panel discussing the next installment of the critically acclaimed Call of Duty franchise. Get your tickets now at E3Expo.com. Yay! It's E3! Shocking!
0: Call of Duty will be there. Who would have
1: guessed it? All right, cool.
0: No, I think it's going to be great.
1: Yeah, I'm still...
0: I'm hoping Infinity Ward is bringing back a campaign.
1: They will, right? They have to.
0: Because I missed, I missed the campaign last year. I mean, yeah. I thought it was a really interesting choice you know, with, with Black Ops to say we're just going to do zombies and multiplayer and we have... You know, blackout. Blackout. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not really my jam in Call of Duty. I'm all about those campaigns.
1: I hate, I think Infinity War is known well enough for their uh, thing. And that's what, when you have this many studios, when you have these th- studios trading off as they go, right? I think that's the power of it. Where, mm-hmm. cool, you love doing a campaign or you want to do a campaign, stick with doing a campaign. And then you got have people in different eras, different things. Maybe you know that's just how it shakes out. Now that what Treyarch would be the multiplayer black black blackout uh battle royale thing. Do you think do you think Infinity War will have a, a battle royale?
0: I don't know why they wouldn't include blackout with whatever Infinity War's title is going to be. Because if you already have players in that ecosystem and they're going to be buying the new Call of Duty, might, might as well.
1: Do you think it's their own version of it? Or do you think that you're just using the, the one that's already established? Well, like?
0: I would hope they would make a new map at the very least. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? I, so. I agree. I agree. Add new vehicles or new customizations, um, cosmetics, stuff like that. But um, I don't think there's a need to completely overhaul it. Maybe add a mode or something. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Because everybody always wants that Call of Duty, right? That sustainable system of Call of Duty. They just want one platform always adding to it, right? That's what the kids want, right?
0: Well, if they make it like a subscription service, they could potentially do that.
1: I think they ever will, though. I, th- I feel um, like that is such no, a dated reference. No, because they love reference. selling discs. That's the I mean, thing. Is that's, that's an old school, when we were on GameScoop in like 2010 thing, we were talking about mm-hmm. them and Madden one day moving to being, hey.
0: Like like a, like an MMO subscription? Exactly.
1: Something that gets updated with a yearly update rather than something that you're buying a new disc for. But as long as people are buying new discs, they have to keep doing it, I guess.
0: Well, people love subscriptions nowadays, Greg.
1: They do. It's right. There's Netflix. Subscription for
0: dang near everything.
1: Hulu. Pizzas now.
0: Food? Yeah. yeah exactly. Underwear?
1: Yeah. Underwear. What are you talking uh, about? What's this pizza See? subscription? Uh, Gold belly I keep seeing it advertised for me because it's like hey you want to get Chicago pizzas from all different kind of Chicago pizzas and pizzas around the world they like, got thin crust and stuff too okay. what do you what is this you have pulled up here oh it's just it, just so we oh we're, this our, it, uh, we're yeah. doing Barrett Courtney watch 2019 Barrett, Barrett tweets for sure
0: sick, I guess. live
1: look at me this morning after sweatily tossing and turning coughing all night on instinct I woke up like 10 minutes ago and I'm at the stage where I'm up and it's going to be impossible to fall back asleep
0: no Barrett you got to take those sweet sweet drugs
1: it's true. Drugs help out a lot better.
0: Just take some Nyquil, even though it's ten twenty-two a.m. I was popping
1: Dayquil will. and drinking beers like nobody's business in Vancouver, and let me tell you, I feel great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on now, God. Uh, number five, Andrea. Let's talk about the claptrap kerfluffle. This is Eddie over at GameSpot. David Eddings himself confirmed on Twitter that he won't reprise his role as claptrap in Borderlands 3 (coughs) after the game's big reveal event last week. Eddings says it came down to a matter of payment. Eddings voiced claptrap, a wisecracking, sarcastic robot, in all of the previous Borderlands games when he was an employee at Gearbox. He reportedly did not receive a fee beyond his normal salary to do this when he was working at the studio. Gearbox says this kind of arrangement is normal. Eddings was a decade plus executive veteran at Gearbox before he left in 2017 to take a job at Rooster Teeth. Uh, in his tweet about Borderlands 3, Eddings said he insisted that he be paid, unlike in previous games, where he reportedly recorded lines for no extra remor, remuneration, remuneration, remor, for no extra money. Eddie, that's a you could use a nickel word. You don't need a 25 cent word. Quote, <laughs> For the first time I insisted on getting paid for my performance, and all of a sudden they couldn't afford me, Edding said. He added, Now I'm not telling now I'm not telling them how to run their business, but maybe next time they should put the twelve million dollar payment from two K in the gearbox bank account instead. Just saying dot 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 Zing. That line is presumably in reference to the twelve million dollars that Pitchford, Randy Pitchford, I cut off an intro, is alleged uh, is alleged in a lawsuit to have received as a secret bonus that went to himself instead of the studio. For its part, Gearbox said the claim has no basis in reality or law. Regarding the claptrap controversy, Pitchford himself commented <laughs> on Twitter. He said Eddings is bittered, bitter and disgruntled about the, his departure from Gearbox. Pitchford said Eddings was terminated but did not discuss the specifics surrounding his departure. Pitchford added that Gearbox offered Eddings twice the standard union voice actor rate to return for Borderlands 3, but he refused. Quote, I don't want him to do it unless he wants to do it, as motivation affects performance, Pitchford said. Gearbox released a statement regarding the Borderlands 3 claptrap situation that attempts to clarify the facts. The company clarified that it offers its salaried employees the opportunity to do voice work in its games, but this is never a mandatory responsibility for the job requirements. Quote, in this particular case, now that Eddings was no longer an employee, we offered him an industry standard rate, but were not able to reach an agreement, Gearbox said to IGN. Stepping in for Eddings as Claptrap in Borderlands 3 is Jim Foranda. Gearbox said it is confident and happy with Faranda who previously voiced Mighty Mask in the Dragon Ball Z Kai anime series there's no question that I added the, ca- the questions <coughs> Kai uh, before any discussion of course full disclosure uh, we worked the Gearbox or the Gearbox uh, Borderlands 3 reveal event and both what kind of funny and what's good games are part of the let's play family which is a part of Rooster Teeth which is where Eddings works now we're not owned by them there are MCM they sell us ads or whatever I can say fuck Bernie and nobody gets mad <laughs> fuck Jeff too you know what I mean <laughs> oh, no, we like him. so now Andrea back to this Jeez, Louise you know what I mean can you can what? she's Louise with the Borderlands. Borderlands 3, what a fucking game. You weren't on Gamescast. We talked about how Fran, me, we just ranted and raved, of course, constantly disclosing that <laughs> yeah. they hired us for the event. We could say the game was shit. They hired us to host the event. Exactly. We, but like we really liked the game and had a great time with it. What a great game! Then immediately followed up by the Randy tweets about the why would you fuck me like this and the Game Informer yelling at Andy and just going on and on and on and on about microtransactions. That finally seems to be put to bed. This comes back up and I say comes back up because now it's reminding us of the way back months ago now the, the lawsuit that got filed that then was there was a USB and it was medieval but there was a girl squirting and it was shh, why? Like, I feel like I'm remember that part in Superman where he's in space like this and the <laughs> yes. voices are talking to him. That's what's happening. Yeah, I mean...
0: I damn drama! I'm with you that the, the game is amazing, so hopefully none of this is going to interfere with that, and I don't think it will. Uh, Britt and I talked about it at length. The entire episode of What's Good last week was all about Borderlands 3, and you can watch Britt and I's live stream gameplay on youtube.com slash what's good games if you want to see uh, uh, 90 minutes of gameplay. We have 45 minutes of Zane and 45 minutes of Amara. Um, but I, listen, here's the thing. Talent gets into negotiations with... The people who are holding the purse strings. Sometimes those negotiations go. Great. Sometimes they go very poorly. Sure. I think you and I know that just as much as anybody else out there. We've had to do these kinds of negotiations behind the scenes for our entire careers. Sure. You know, and so it's unfortunate that they weren't able to reach an agreement. It's even more unfortunate that it had to be aired so publicly that they couldn't reach an amicable agreement. And especially since uh, David Eddings did a fantastic job. And again, talking about disclosures, I've said before that I'm friends with Randy Pitchford and I'm going to say I'm also friends with David Eddings. And it's disappointing to see that, you know, they were not able to find uh, a working agreement to get him back in the game because he's a fantastic Claptrap, you know, and Claptrap has a little bit of a different vibe um, in Borderlands 3 than he does previously because each voice actor is going to bring their own flair. There's no way, I think, for it to be an identical carbon copy, nor would you want it to be, No, yeah,
1: that's the thing you want somebody to take. If you're going to take a new character, do it. But it is interesting that I had heard the rumors of this beforehand Mm -hmm. when I watched it I was listening, and I—now, I, and granted, I hadn't played Border. I guess I played it recently, but I hadn't like done a side-by-side comparison. I didn't notice it, right? Because Claptrap's voice is so—I assume—tweaked in terms of what they're doing to make it sound more computery and digitized. Right. Um, the real interesting thread here, when we talk about eddings, when we talk about the lawsuit with the lawyer before and the the flash drive mm-hmm. and all this stuff, is that you see a business like Gearbox that was i assume run by or not run by oh I mean, randy but it's people who are all close together as friends and then what happens when that explodes out and business gets in the way of it and it becomes part of that right where it is like in the same way when the lawyer came out right and was like well there's all these different things and then Gear randy or gearbox i forget came out and was like this motherfucker is using words very specifically to make it look like this because he knows how to get around it and he knows also how to get under our skin, right? Mm-hmm. The same thing with Eddings here, right? Where it is like this whole thing of like they should have put the 12 million payment from 2K in the bank account instead. Just saying, dot, dot. You know what I mean? It's, it's not even very like... a
0: public jab, yeah. Exactly,
1: and it's like all their dirty laundry being aired in public and it's like, oh my God. For everyone involved, you're just like, ah, cringe. Like, I'm sorry this is happening to everyone. I don't know who's right or wrong. Maybe there isn't anybody who's right or wrong, but it's just like, Fuck. Like it's so weird to see high school personal politics drama right blown up into this scale of like now it's a video game news story across it. And that was the other thing I thought of too when I was going through this today is I'm reading it and I was one of those debating of like does this fall into the purview of kind of funny games daily? It is is it news whatever and I think the one thing that pushed over the line for me to get it on the show was the fact that we haven't talked about Claptrap being replaced yet on this show. And so I wanted to get it in there and also then it was also the thing of like. I also didn't want it to look weird that we didn't talk about it when we did the Borderlands event a second ago, right? Like, I don't want people to think we're doing that. But then it also, if if we already know about Claptrap, I don't know if we would have gone over this personal back and forth, back and forth again, right? Because even with, I guess we did do everything for the Troy Baker stuff, right? Well, We've definitely talked about it. I forget if every day it made a news story of the back and forth of that. I think
0: it made news like three times. And then I was like, why are we even talking about this anymore? It's just like,
1: oh my gosh, can we just get back to Borderlands being a great game? Can we get to September 13th already? That's what I want to do.
0: Hundreds of other people have worked on this game and their hard work should not be negated because a couple people are having a very public fight. And that
1: was for me personally, like as we were, because it was literally, we wrapped the Borderlands 3 event. I went back to the hotel with Jen. We went out hiking or whatever over by Griffith Park, right in LA. And we were looking at our phones as it was happening where Randy was arguing with Andy McNamara mm-hmm. about the whole microtransactions business. And it was just like, fuck. Like I was, uh, when he brought everybody up on stage, when him and Paul brought everybody up on stage, mm-hmm. like this is the team that made Borderlands 3 and they got a standing ovation. And I, I was like, that is what it's all about. That is the message that you don't see enough in game, blah, blah, blah. And then... Three hours later, all the headlines were now off of the fact that the game was great, and that it is back, and it was—it was just like, "Hey, let's argue about what microtransactions are." Right? It was. Really-
0: unfortunate because we were sitting there watching the presentation and as soon as he said it we both kind of like mm, looked at each other and were, like, and we're like oh people are definitely gonna you know take that and, and run with it and here's the thing we speak on camera for a living sometimes you say something and it gets taken out of context sure. it happens to us all the time Sure, um, and so clearly Randy you know addressed it in a very aggressive way and that that's was the problem right and that was unfortunate yeah. you know that he couldn't have just walked it back and said you know let's clarify the difference between cosmetic DLC and predatory microtransactions because I think what he meant to say was we're not going to be nickel and diming you throughout the game and charging you every time you're playing or or having these rolling transactions. We're going to, after launch, we're going to present you cosmetic items. They're going to have a price tag. You can choose to buy them or not and they won't affect your gameplay. And I think, you know, that message clearly got displayed through all the interviews that Paul Sage, the creative director, gave. And if you actually read the Game Informer article it doesn't really match the tone of the tweet. And so oh it was, yeah, it was totally it was, just the way was, the tweet headline yeah, got it interpreted. It was disappointing that Game Informer decided to frame the article with that headline because that's not the way that the article read. Sure. Which, was, which is why, clearly why Randy got upset. He's like, listen, you clearly took what I said out of context. You know, we can debate what the word microtransaction technically means all we want. Um, but you guys know that in Borderlands 3 we're not going to have the type of microtransactions that everyone hates. So it was just like, it, it totally snowballed in a really like crazy way. Well,
1: and, but I think you went back to the the most important thing, right? Is that everybody on the internet gets taken out of context every mm-hmm. day. The important thing is how you react to it, right? right? And how you want wh- what you want to do. And the fact that I thought Randy amped up so quickly, that's where we were off to the races. Because yeah. I agree that like I feel like, even when he said it on stage, as a Borderlands fan, as somebody who's played Borderlands two, and as he said all that, I understood <laughs> what he meant. But but it's uh, he has such a. Narrow view of what micro, at least at the time, narrow view of what microtransaction meant to him, right? Where for him, microtransaction is the loot box and the pay to win and the mobile game garbage. It's
0: like pay 99 cents to unlock this timer. Right. You're on cooldown now.
1: Exactly. Right. Not the literal microtransaction, the cosmetic stuff, because that's how they did it in Borderlands when that wasn't a word. Nobody was saying microtransaction. Right.
0: Like even in 2012, when, you know, the free to play business on mobile was really ramping up. Mm -hmm. Um. We wouldn't have classified a full skin for one of the Vault Hunters as a microtransaction. That would've, we would have just called DLC. that DLC. Exactly. So it's like, we're not here to debate with you guys or about like what the exact definition is, because I don't think I'm in any position to make that definition. But I think you are. Uh, Why, well, thank you, Greg. I, I mean, um, I,
1: like, to be 100% clear, it was the same thing of, I listened to him on stage, we looked at each other, it was like, we get what you're saying, but... That's a very dated way of looking at it. I right. think right now, I to me personally, Greg Miller, video game pundit, a microtransaction is, if I'm paying any more money onto the sixty dollar thing. In the same way I also, for most part, argue that downloadable content is the same thing. People get on my case about that when I'll call something DLC and they're like, Well, it's not actually DLC. I'm like I mean is it content I'm buying or is it, but you're unlocking is it downloadable it's not done yeah, exactly Then like,
0: it's technically DLC. And it's a,
1: it's a it, and I understand that we're, you know, Is this, this like a
0: square and a rectangle kind of a thing? Kind
1: of. It kinda <laughs> is, right? But it's like when you really want this is when, like when people really wanna ride us and you're wrong and be like, yeah. Well actually it's like shut the fuck up, kebabs, you know what I mean. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, yeah. Well, they were calling Infinity Ward, Infinity Ward. All right. You knew what we fucking meant. All right. I had a dream about Endgame last night. And an extra hour of footage was released on HBO. It was amazing.
0: Oh, my gosh. It was
1: really good. It was really good, Kev. It was great. Uh, but, yeah, that's the thing. I was just like, man, this escalated so fast. It was so sad to see it start stealing the thunder from, hey, this is what this is supposed to be about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is the developers. This is the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully now it'll all get back to normal. Borderlands 3 will go to E3, Guardian Con, all that stuff, and have a great showings, everybody can talk about that. Final story of the day is about Pokemon Go! So everybody wake up Andrew Goldfarb. Detective Pikachu loot is coming to Pokemon Go! This is from Tom Meyer over at Twinfinite. Starting tomorrow, May 7th, Pokemon Go players will have an increased chance to catch several Pokemon heavily featured from the movie, such as Apom, Shiny apalm Bulbasaur, Jigglypuff, Psyduck, and Snubbull. Bull. Kevin, can you get me a Snubbull fa- photo? Because I think uh, he might be my new favorite Pokemon. Funny, players uh, will video. also receive double XP for every creature caught during the event, not just the list with increased encounters above. To coincide with the film, a Pikachu with a detective hat can be caught in Pokemon Go through an unorthodox, me- unorthodox method. The hat-wearing Pocket Monster will be photo bombing players' Go snapshot photos um, and will amazing. give a chance right. to... Whoa, my God. This is Look what a Snubbull teeth. is? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's now, you see, here's my problem. Uh, well, like that row, go down to the third row, Kevin. Second photo in. Right there. This is my problem with Pokemon. I hate yeah. that they evolve. I hate that <laughs> they evolve. I, I don't think this is real. Can I just look at one that I like? I don't, I don't know that this is real. I mean, that either. looks like an evolution to me, you know? I mean, yeah, it looks like, like a fan. It's
0: Deviant it. art, though. Yeah.
1: So what? DeviantArt's got all the real stuff. <laughs> of course. You ever want to see <laughs> Superman fuck a planet? Go to Deviant uh, Art. It's right there. It's great. A, a planet. <laughs> He's Superman. I digress. I uh, will give a chance to catch you when it happens. So if you're a Pokemon play, go player, guess what? Pikachu stuff's happening over there. Enjoy yourself. Andrea. Yes, Greg. I can't wait to see some Deviant Art of Snub Bull coming over <laughs> doing his thing to the planet. But well, that art is still being crafted as I talk. <laughs> if I wanted more immediate stuff, like say what came to the Mama Grab shops, where would I go? Why, well, Greg,
0: you would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday.
1: Boo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-yeah! Out today. Death and re Semicolon quest is on PC go venture typing is on PC and Mac divine diva is on PC and Mac Bon Voyage is on PC submarine attack is on PC Invisible fist is on PC and Mac and danger crew is on PC and Mac where people continue just to reach into random Dictionaries grab words and make video game titles out of them new dates for you Triton survival It's coming out June 14th on Steam. Just Shapes and Beats is finally coming to the PlayStation 4 on May 10th. And then Devil May Cry tweets relive the adventure that introduced the legendary Dante to the world with the original Devil May Cry coming to hashtag Nintendo Switch this summer. Time, ladies and gentlemen, for reader mail. But first... I'll tell you about our sponsors. Uh, number one on the docket is HIMS. It's a wellness brand for men. You've heard us talk about HIMS and how they are helping guys look their best. If you haven't tried it yet, it is time to see what they're all about. Because 66% of men start to lose their hair by the age 35. And once you start to notice thinning hair, it can be too late. For himscom is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. HIMS is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products. Two, help treat hair loss. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. No more in-person doc- awkward doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. Uh, for him, connects you with real doctors online, which could save you hours. It's complete, completely confidential and discreet. Uh, Andy and Nick use it, of course, which makes it not confidential for us, but you, you understand. Uh, Andy and Nick went online. They talked to a doctor. They got these uh, prescription solutions backed by science to help their thinning hair. You answer a few questions, a doctor reviews it, and then they determine if if 4 is right for you. They can prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. You can order now. My listeners get started with HIMS complete hair kit for just five dollars today right now while supplies last and subject to a doctor's approval see the website for full details and safety information this could cost you hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy somewhere else go to forhims.com/gamesdaily. games daily that's f-o-r-h-i-m-s.com slash games daily games daily our next sponsor is 23 and me with 23 andmes me's health and ancestry service kit you can explore more than 125 personalized genetic reports that may reveal the link between your dna and your health traits and more including your chances of developing certain diseases 23 and me recently uh, released their newest health report on type 2 diabetes which tells you your genetic likelihood of developing the disease and gives you personalized results and tools that can help with prevention diabetes is a growing public health challenge one in three of adults in the United States has pre diabetes, but 90 percent of those with pre diabetes don't know they have it type 2 diabetes is influenced by genetics it is not just lifestyle and weight type 2 diabetes is a condition that typically develops as we get older and it's caused by many factors including diet, lack of proper exercise weight gain and our genes order your 23andMe health and ancestry service kit at 23andMe.com slash games that's the number 23 com slash games again that's 23andMe.com slash games Andrea yes Greg where do I want to start with you today?
0: <sighs> don't know. Let's, Let's go with
1: Geekopia. Okay. Geekopia. Says. Is, is he trying to say Geektopia? But the, the Geek-opia? Geek- Geekopia? 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 Hmm. I don't know if I approve of this name. Because, you know, you're, you when you write in uh, on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunnyGames, you can just write your real name in there. You don't have to use the screen names, you know? <laughs> spell, spell them out, too, if they're weird. Geekopia.
0: Or give us a phonetic pronunciation.
1: Hey, Greg and Andrea. I need some <laughs> suggestions for games that are fun to play in small sessions, 15 to 20 minutes. Got some concussion issues, and I got to restrict the screen, screen time for a bit. Thanks. Candy sure. Crush. Candy Crush. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I mean,
0: mobile games are great for this, right? Sure. That's
1: what they're designed around, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the, a big part. I mean, immediately I, I jumped to Ding Dong XL. Get on there. You can play it on your Switch. You can play it on your phone. It's ready to go. I, we don't have a lot for you, Gigopia, of, like, where you're at. And I'm just going to call you Geo from now, all right? Geo. Geopia. Automatopia. There's a lot of things we could do with it. We're going to go with Geo. Um, I don't know what... Yeah, sir, so are you... You're homebound, I assume? You're not at the hospital. So I'm assuming you have consoles there. Maybe you don't. Maybe you do. I don't know.
0: Yeah, generally with concussions, you have to avoid screens of all types. So whether they're computers, phones, TVs, et cetera. Okay. Um, So what's good about mobile is that you can put it into, depending on what kind of phone you have, you can... Put it into like a nighttime mode to help restrict some of sure. the blue light that's coming in um i'm not sure if there's televisions that have that as an option um maybe that's a kind of funny.com slash you are wrong um so that's something that i'm still playing a uh, legend of soul guard on my phone that's a king game what's that one it's uh it's a match three strategy game that kind of is like might and magic heroes okay, okay. Uh, from back in the day sure um i think it was a ds game so i really am enjoying that and that's really easy to play in 15 to 20 minutes sure. increments what else have I been playing? Marvel Puzzle Quest would work the same way. Yep. That's another that's another good one. Yeah. I also am really enjoying um, Kingdom Rush Vengeance but that one you might need a little bit more than 20 minutes if you want to finish a map in a single go.
1: Yeah. I mean for Gemini I mean I think a game that would move slow enough too and like you could stop whenever you want to would be depending on where you're at Persona. You could do Persona 5 on the PlayStation 4 you could do Persona 4 Golden on the Vita like a Vita in particular like was why that game was so successful. Take it with you play as long as you want to. Because you are just going through days at school or you're jumping into the battles and jumping out of them. Same thing with the PlayStation 4 with rest mode and all that jazz. Any game can be broken up nowadays. That's the best part.
0: Not any game. There's a lot of games that you can't pause, Greg.
1: Well, Okay, yeah. He's not going to go play the Division 2 or Destiny. Come on now. He's not crazy, or she's not crazy.
0: I mean, you could get in a quick couple of crucible matches in 20 minutes. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, but who would
1: want to? Division 2's right there. Destiny's dead. We already know what the real thing is. Because maybe people
0: enjoy the rush that PvP brings.
1: No. Well, there's PvP in Division 2. You don't right. know
0: anything about the PvP in uh, Division have, you 2. Know,
1: I've done many a match and I'm just uh-huh. trying to get the trophy and get out, sure. and I can't win. I can't win on the one weekend I tried. <laughs> it's out there. Not for me, though, all right? <laughs> Let's go to the five star man. What's good, Greg and Andrea? Greg, this weekend you made a couple posts about getting a handful of platinum trophies, and I saw your total count is now at 91. Do you have any sort of special plan for your 100th platinum? Like a particular game you want to hold for that number 100 spot or potentially streaming, you popping the last trophy. Or do you consider this just another milestone to be conquered by a game like Iron Snout or Slide Trophies? Thank you for everything you do and keep up the great work. The five-star man, Asa Gray. Great question, Asa, as you know. I'm going to go into detail about me and my Platinum Bender on the Kind of Funny Games cast this weekend. Of course, i am playing... I can never... You're smarter than me, right? How do I pronounce this? Rata...Layka Games? RataLayka Games? Is that how you would say it?
0: Yeah, RataLayka. They're the publisher
1: of all sorts of crappy Platinums. I've talked about them before. They're hooking me up with codes lately. That's what I was able to do. So I did Iron Snout on PlayStation 4... Oh, I did it on Vita on the plane, Uh Kevin. then I did it on PlayStation 4 U.S. Then I downloaded the, I got the Game Over Greggy UK account in there, downloaded it to the system, then played that again on the UK version. I did it with a couple other games getting there. And now that I'm in spitting distance, remember, of course, I was like, New Year's resolution for gaming, get my 100th Platinum. Which everyone's like, oh my gosh, because I was like 70-something or 80-something at a time. I'm like, well, I'm going to do a bunch of cheap Platinums. I have thought about it. The plan right now is that I do want Division to be division 2 to be the 100th Platinum. Mm. So I, I'd like to whittle it all down. I, it's, I, it's mainly cleanup stuff right now. And then, yeah, I would like to do do it on stream as well, have a cake from 100th Platinum. Little things, Andrew. You know what I mean? You got to enjoy the little things.
0: Any opportunity to have cake.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I'll keep you posted on that because it's going to be you know the the cheap platinums will keep coming no problem with that one and then when i gotta start the to real work but i feel like this week i'm home for an entire week very rare and i'm very excited that night put jen to bed go to play some division and nice. getting cracking get back to i'm still not you know raid ready i'm still i'm uh, still not max you're Spear not
0: before. raid ready
1: adria i literally haven't played since we played
0: Great. like we played and okay. I, when I went away and i've been Let's on the road doing stuff
1: and then fucking days gone had to review it i'm in or we play fortnite
0: or we play the division two, and you don't care about Fortnite.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I care about Fortnite still, but I'm saying we should we should play that. <laughs> Kevin, come with us. Come with us, and let us help you. I'm too far behind. No. You're not
0: too far behind. Kevin, are you level thirty yet? No. We can we can fast track we you can there. Get them la- we and level then once 30, you're level thirty, we can just drop you all the high level gear. Bam, you're up to five hundred in no time. Really?
1: Yes. We'd have to get into world tiers, but yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, we can do that. Yeah,
1: no problem. Yeah, of course. Easy. Kevin, get on the winning team over here. Okay. I'll think about it. I hate you so much. <laughs> Final question of the day comes from Ron. Ron writes in to patreon.com slash games. just like you can and says, hey, Greg and Andrew, Since this year marks the end of the 2010s, I was wondering if kind of funny or what's good games had any plans to do a retrospective on the best games of the decade.
0: I hadn't, but now that you mention it, that's a really great idea.
1: Oh, yeah, you're just going to steal Ron's content now, huh?
0: I mean, he suggested it. I don't think that's stealing, stealing if Stealing Ron's like,
1: content, steal everybody. It.
0: Not stealing it.
1: Take you're it, not stealing you're it. <laughs> <laughs> Um... Uh, Yeah, I hadn't thought about it either. I'm sure Tim will sit there and do something for Gamescast about it at some point. For me personally, I don't. That conversation never interests me for some reason. Why? Time is such a blur to me. Have you ever noticed this about anything? Yes. Anytime somebody writes in like, well, the PlayStation launched. And we're like, when did it launch? I'm like, oh, fuck. I I, I can never remember because I just don't give a shit about dates. And then also like you're... You're one of the supercomputer people. I'm just like we'll be talking. We, I think we're talking about Borderlands 2, and you're like, "Well, yeah, it didn't win game. What did win game of the year?" And you started like rattling off games of the year, including their dates. I'm like, I don't even. What, Greg, what year did Journey come out? Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I remember it was really good, and we liked it a lot. And I remember Portal 2 beat Skyrim because the the IGN video. When did that happen? I think 11, right? 2011. Because wasn't there? No, yeah, there was a fight. That's a tough debate. 11, Portal 11, 2 11. Beat Skyrim. Like, mm. no, that's just just a blur. Who the hell cares? It's the same reason that IGN I hated doing top 10 lists. When when it was like, all right, time for the top 25 or top 10 PS3 games of the year. We're up to doing top of, Jesus Christ. Because then we'd get in there, we'd all argue with each other we think we'd have a great list, we'd invite other people to come in, they'd tear the list apart. It's like, well, why the fuck am I doing this then? Why is any this? this? is all so subjective, you morons. This is all subjective. Who but that's cares? the
0: fun of it, is that oh, to no. be able to, to debate back and forth well, and that's the thing, we is, count yeah. your memories of games that you loved.
1: I, that's a different thing. You started it somewhere bad and you went somewhere good. I love sitting down and talking about my memories of games I love. That's great. Yeah. The debate of it is when I get mad.
0: Well, you could, make, the you could take the debate cares. out of it and you could just do, like, Greg's top 10 games of the last 10 years and it can just be you talking about your favorite games it doesn't have to be a contest or a ranking it can just be like these are the games that i love that's
1: fair yeah i could i mean that's what it'll end up being of course because i'll I'll do the whole you know i'll defeat myself before i get out there yeah i hate that shit i hate arguing
0: well the good news though is debatable is gone thank god retired that series i'll tell you
1: what you want to talk about literally like a curse (laughs) from jared petty (laughs) You know what I mean? He's like, I got a great idea for a show. I'll take care of it. Great. Oh, I quit. Fuck. God. Now we have this thing. We made graphics for it. Debatable was a lot of fun. That was a fun show to argue on. But that's because we knew it didn't make sense. Yes. And, now, granted, it took the audience about nine weeks to figure it out. <laughs> that these lists always suck because this is a dumb game show. But they got there in the end. No, they didn't. They didn't get there? No. They were still mad <laughs> oh, shit. They're so still mad about it. in the comments on the second to last episode. Which one was that? Uh, it's the the one about with Andy and. Uh, oh, the Bear. the pop punk. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the Twitch stream, it was like, "Oh my God, these people don't understand how this game is played." No, they did not understand it was supposed to be a fun game show. They wanted a serious thing, which is where it originally started. Mm-hmm. Originally, Jared and I pitched were were, we're uh, noodling a show at Pax West, where we were trying to do a serious like. We'd actually do it, and then it slowly started Wait, escalating. So that would require
0: extensive amounts of research, though. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, Jared's also so bad at making lists. Have you seen his like uh, MCU rankings? It's
0: oh yeah, awful. he hates he
1: hates everything. It's awful. I don't know if you know this. One of the reasons we fired Jared, he had bad opinions. I thought he died. He's not dead. No, no, he's not dead. We're oh. sure, we're trying to get him to interview Weird Al Yankovic.
0: <laughs> that would be an amazing video. Uh,
1: I think it'll happen. What's Weird Al got going on? Everybody tweet a Weird Al. Wait. I tweeted about it on Friday. Go get it. Are no,
0: who you should tweet to. Uh,
1: for We Have Cool Friends. Jared wanted to interview Weird Al. And I was like, oh, that's that a, great a great one. Episode. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we need... If if you know Weird Al, put him in touch with Kind of Funny. Somebody's got to, right? Somebody has to know Weird Al Yankovic.
0: Oh, yeah. I know somebody who knows him.
1: There we go. Perfect. Is it John? No. Okay. That was my... Is it Joe?
0: No, but that would be amazing if it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm just
1: going to take blind shots till I get there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to squad up. This is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You give me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in the video games or real life. I read it here. The best friends is coming to find you and everybody has fun together. Today, the nanobiologist himself is writing in uh, on behalf of Kinda DC. He needs help on Twitter. You can find them at Kinda DC. After going to the amazing Kinda NYC meet and greet and meeting all the amazing NY and Jersey-based best friends, I decided I would make a fan group for everyone in the DC, Maryland, and Virginia areas from here on out, referenced as the DMV area. Cute. With summer inching closer and closer, I have started a poll on Twitter to see what people would like to attend a DMV area meetup would like to do. So please go to Twitter and follow Kinda DC and vote on what you would like to do for the inaugural event. Currently, whatever we do, I plan to happen in June or early July with more details to follow. Can't wait to hear from the DMV best area best friends, the nanobiologist. If you are a DMV area best friend, hit up Kinda DC on the Twitter. Vote. Become part of the movement to change the face of Washington, D.C. You're needed agents. Activated. Division 2. We're playing it. Love it. Can't wait to get back to it. Uh, Kevin. What's up? What? We asked people. Who are watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to write into kindoffunnycom slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screwed up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, uh, roosterteeth.com, uh, listening on podcast services around, uh, the globe. <laughs> 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 Today, Kebab's right. saying to say Kevin is right. Spyro the Dragon released on the 9th of September. 1998 medieval released a month later October 1st 1998 what a great month that was uh nanobiologist says Andrea you hoped Infinity War will have a campaign per a Dextero article from February 12th 2019 quote along with the return of Infinity War Call of Duty 2019 will see the return of single player campaign that was notoriously absent from Mm -hmm. Black Ops 4 Uh, (laughs) This is the Oregon Trail song (laughs) While you're doing
0: that I want to say Hey friends If you have a moment It is one Christine Steimer's birthday today Oh happy birthday Steimer So if you tweet to her At Steimer And wish her a happy birthday I bet you that would make her feel real good Just a little FYI
1: (sighs) We're gonna stop there Oh, hold on, actually, this is a good one. Easy Plat doesn't mean bad game. Just heads up, uh, Greg. Heads up, Andrea is correct with the pronunciation here. Just a reminder, it's pronounced Ratsalike, Ratsalika. Say it all in order, Ratsalika. Got it. They make they publish a bunch of easy platinums, not necessarily bad games. Even though I will tell you, Bird Plus is the worst game <laughs> I've played in a while, and it's so bad that I have two trophies left for the platinum. I'm like I'm not even gonna bother. I hate this. Really? So much. Sirens are on our end, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been kind of funny games daily. For Monday, daily. Today, daily. Siren's still going by. And they're passing now-ish. <laughs> if you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Watch us record live. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Listen later on podcast services. Watch later. YouTube.com slash kind of funny uh, Roosterteeth.com. Uh, look around the world. It's probably somewhere on a billboard. Uh, t- this is your host for the week. Tuesday it's me and Tim Wednesday it's me and Fran I said last week huh. it was going to be me and Witta I, I get off the plane yesterday at SF literally walk out and there's Gary Witta looking at a menu in the airport and I walked over I'm like "Oh, this place is shit he's like oh hey where? I'm like, where are you going he's like LA I'm like are you on the show this week he's like I think I told you no like, he, I did,
0: don't. he did mention that oh did he yeah. I'm just
1: bad at my job then it's me I was going to guilt Gary Witta it's me everybody I'm bad
0: Fran doesn't know that <laughs> no you're just no, a busy person Fran.
1: Fran knows when did you talk to Fran uh, today I I, I texted him. I said, do you want to do it? You know what he said? Let's do it. So friends on Wednesday, Thursday, Andrea's back. And then Friday, kind of funny best friend from the KC meetup. Nathan Brandt is here. He's a Twitch streamer. Excited to hang out with him. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.